0: You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. When we travel at the speed
1: of love, we choose to live in a frequency of unconditional love Today, most of us travel at the frequency of fear and exist in a victim consciousness. When we're moving at that level, we can never get to our destination, no matter how fast we go. The victim consciousness is based on the premise, I have no choice. Traveling at the speed of love means taking our power back. My guest today is Sonia Choquette. She's an internationally acclaimed spiritual teacher, intuitive guide, and masterful catalyst whose special gift is to energetically activate the highest vibration and free the authentic spirit in everyone she meets. She is the author of a wonderful new book called Traveling at the Speed of Love, and she's written numerous other books that we'll talk about as well as we go through the show. But for now, I'd like to welcome Sonia Choquette to 1111 Talk Radio. Hi. Welcome. It's such an honor to have you, and I have to tell you, it's a wonderful book. It just, the, the themes and, and the way you've, you've written it, it just really is one that is easy to go through and to recognize that, that who wouldn't want to travel at the speed of love and live in that
2: way? Well, I think that it's important right now to remember that we have a choice. Life is life. We're all basically going on the same journey, which is we're born We go through our life experience, and then we die. And everybody has the same outcome. But what we don't have the same is is the the manner in which we travel. You know, we can can travel standby. We can travel waiting at the gate. We can travel waiting for, for others to get us on board. Or we can go first class and really have an extraordinary and memorable journey. And that is what traveling at the speed of love is about, is how to do that.
1: Well, I found it really interesting that you used the connection to actually flying in naming many of the chapters and and in illustrating some of the ideas of the book, because I think that's an easy way for people to identify as to how they are moving in life.
2: Yeah, it's a very good metaphor for everything. I mean, from the... From the... First time we walk across uh, the living room and we're babies, to, you know, walking down the, 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 um, corridor to get our, 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 the magic carpet to get our diplomas, to walking down the aisle, to walking across the threshold to new lives. I mean, we, we're travelers. We are traveling. And because we're spirits, we travel, we travel in spirit. So, I use the metaphor because I think a lot of people can understand, and it's very funny, and and people can laugh at how we choose to travel and then learn how to travel and upgrade ourselves to a better experience.
1: Well, and the soul is really here to to discover itself and to see how powerful we can be, but yet our human experience of ourselves tends to, Uh, in many cases, be in the drama and the sabotage and psychic ambushes, the energetic disruptions, or just getting caught up in the fear that we see around us and feeling like we have to participate
2: in that same
1: way of thinking.
2: Absolutely, and that's the thing we have to recognize, is that we can't control what's going on outside of our nature, but we can absolutely control how we respond to what's going on. We can control how, how we interpret life and how we, we choose to react to life. And if we, if we react in a positive, loving way, we actually rise above a lot of the, the, um, turbulence and the, the, the bumpy air and, and the troublesome experiences that, We would otherwise encounter if we go head first. It's like traveling into headwinds. You just get pushed back all the way. And headwinds is sort of our willful nature over going with the flow of of the spirit of life and really going with the flow of love. And always, you know, when you're in turbulence in an airplane, the solution is to go to higher altitudes. And the same is when you're in turbulence in life. We need to go to a higher altitude in our attitude and in our perceptions. That higher altitude is love. It will always take you away from turbulence, always. So is our first step
1: to really get to understand that we have to become aware of where we're uh, resonating our heart or what we're thinking or what we're feeling, how we're acting? Is that our first step?
2: I think that our first step is to actually become completely aware and honest in how we show up in life. What kind of an energy do we have? What kind of an attitude? Do we feel t- irritated? Do we feel entitled? Do we feel cynical? Do we feel annoyed? Do we feel in- and afraid? Because all of those things are going to affect the experience of our journey through that day. And to start recognizing that we influence the quality of our life by our thoughts and behaviors. And not only do we influence the quality of our own journey, but we greatly influence the quality of those who have to journey with us. So recognize you have a choice. Life is life, and it will give you what it gives you, but how you respond, what you do with it, how you perceive it, that's your choice. And if you perceive it with an open heart and with love, then you're going to have a lot more flexibility and a lot greater possibility for turning a bad experience into a good one. And this is a book about finally accepting our divine nature and putting, putting that divine nature forward first. Not just something we genuflect around on, on our Sunday or Saturday religious moments, but that we truly live out during the week all the time that we choose to recognize am I, there's two ways to travel. Am I in fear, generating turbulence, drama, upset, contraction, even putting myself in a position because of my fear and it being so toxic to get overlooked, bypassed in life, or am I in love, which generates expansion and charisma and opens other people's hearts and gains support and gains enthusiasm and doors open and opportunities happen, and thereby I become the attractive force in the room. And that attractive force will gain a lot more personal benefit for me than a repelling force, which is what the vibration
1: of fear is. Well, and I often find if if we just take the time to look at what mirrors are showing up for us, Experiences, the people, the things that we encounter that we perhaps want to judge or get upset at, that usually is where we are in terms of whether we're in coach class or even stuffed down in the baggage section underneath the plane. Right. That usually. Or left at the
2: gate. But uh, you know, it 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 helps, I believe, to actually occasionally go look in a mirror and look at your own your own face, your own expression your own energetic field. People get so caught up and so unconscious in their world that they have no idea how they're affecting others. And then they wonder why so much, so much negativity is coming their way. It's just this morning I was on my way to work, with my girlfriend and and we drove together and so we parked and I stayed in the car and she went to get the Starbucks and there was a woman crossing the street with two toddlers and an infant in a stroller and this man just rolled right through the stop sign, nearly hit them, laid on the horn as though they were interfering with his experience And then at least 20 people who were walking on the street, because it was a busy corner, started screaming at him, understandably, and he truly looked absolutely stunned. Hmm. Like, why is this happening to me? Because he was so unconscious of his place in the bigger picture. And that's where a lot of people are traveling these days, just so so um, shut down in their own internalized world that they don't see their relational experience to anybody or anything around them.
1: Well, and that is so powerful what you said it's such a simple thing, but to really look at ourselves in the mirror. Sometimes we have no idea what even the expression is that we walk around with. And and some people probably would have a very difficult time facing themselves in the mirror just because they haven't seen themselves for very long.
2: I usually, in the middle of a workshop, when I'm teaching a workshop, invite everybody to do my favorite yoga pose, which is to turn the corners of your mouth to meet your ears. Mm. And it's because I am looking at a sea of scowls. And people don't even know it.
1: That's true. That's true. A lot of people walk around. I, I know that I was at the uh, New York conference Omega put on, and you were conducting uh, an all weekend workshop there on on this new book.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: I watched many of the people in many of the workshops and how they appeared. And although they were eager to to have a lot of the information. You're right. A lot of those expressions looked that way. A lot of Didn't they the demeanor, the, really? the way people sat, you know, the 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 way people hold themselves if they're standing or sitting. All mm-hmm. of those things depict
2: kind of where we're flying. And and the frequency. And the vibration. And when you vibrate at the speed of love, you become a bright light on the planet. You become an exuberant exhilarating uplifting force. And as a result of that, you open people's hearts toward you. And it becomes a compounding effect. And so your day gets better and better and better. And it's 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 truly an extraordinary thing to observe just to try for one day. But the difference between traveling in the speed of love and the traveling at the speed of fear is that fear is a very internalized self-absorbed experience where love is a very expanded aware experience you're aware of you you're aware of your own but you're also aware of the bigger picture and your effect on the whole
1: and I'm going to have my audience hold that thought and think about that as we go to a commercial break and also ask yourself the question, what frequency am I traveling on right now? Traveling at the speed of love means being liberated from the fear that plagues this planet and robs us of a joyful journey. Shifting from a paradigm of fear to a paradigm of love is what this book is all about. I hope that you will visit... Sonia Choquette's website, TrustYourVibes.com, and access this wonderful new book, Traveling at the Speed of Love, so that you can increase your frequency and upgrade yourself to first class. We'll be right back with Sonia
0: Choquette. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111. Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network.
3: Go inside the world of PR with PR Insider, hosted by public relations expert Maureen Kettis. Maureen will speak to the world's highest profile PR pros from the fields of marketing, advertising, and sales. And PR Insider will feature renowned members of the media as special guests. Maureen will give you a VIP access pass, including tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. PR Insider with Maureen Kedis, sponsored by Cision, us.cision.com. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network.
0: Awakened media for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, one 472 5795 You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh.
1: Change may not be easy. To travel at the speed of love might require a complete paradigm shift in the way you look at everyday existence. In a new fascinating book called Traveling at the Speed of Love by author Sonia Choquette, you will be provided a practical in-the-trenches guide that will reveal how you can reprogram your brain and change your life for the better. When you ask yourself the question, what frequency am I traveling on right now, you can make the choices to upgrade to first class, to travel at the speed of love and change your experience. Sonia Choquette releases people from the restriction and fear of the ego and guides them through the portals to joy, wholeness, and personal empowerment in every area of their life. She's been a personal intuitive advisor to new age leaders such as Louise Hay, Julia Cameron, Carolyn Mace, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and many others. As a third generation intuitive and prolific writer, her books have sold over a million copies worldwide, including her New York Times bestseller, The Answer is Simple, Love Yourself. Live Your Spirit, and now this wonderful new book, Traveling at the Speed of Love. You can access it at TrustYourVibes.com. Welcome back, Sonia. We were talking earlier, and you were speaking about how we go between the vibrations of love and fear, and so often people in our society right now, with everything that's going on, they seem to get caught up in that fear frequency, And, and many times just because that's what's illustrated on the media. That's what everyone's friends are doing. That's where the gossip and the talk always is. It's it's not even that we're making a choice, we're making an unconscious choice when we drop into fear rather than making the conscious choice of, of deciding, I don't want to be there or I don't want to live in that place. I
2: kind of liken it to getting infected by a virus. And everyone gets so scared of the swine flu and the H1N1 virus, but this one is much, much more threatening. You know, I call it sort of the wine flu where you get infected by fear and then, all of a sudden, what's the point? And life is cynical and everyone's bad and why try and the world's against me. It's victimhood at its worst. And it's the most disempowering, paralyzing form of consciousness that can infect you. So traveling at the speed of love is, is the conscious choice that no matter what's going on in the world, I can respond with compassion, with love and creativity That I don't have to be victimized by the circumstances, even if they're horrible. I can have my feelings move through them quickly, but mobilize to be creative, responsive, and to, to, to be responsible enough to take what I was given or what is occurring and make it work for me. So... We definitely are being invited into a new approach to life. This speed of love approach is, is one of being really fully present, fully responsible, and fully willing to, to, to acknowledge and own your life in the way it turns out. And so it's a matter of recognizing a few things. Like I have a chapter in there called Check Your Baggage. And baggage is one of the things that really keeps us from lifting off. And, of course, we've all been relatively schooled to the importance of paring down in our material goods and the things we hold on to and donate them and eBay them or give them to the goodwill or recycle them, but keep our space simplistic. But I think one of the most important things to purge, in terms of, of check your baggage, is, is habitual negative thinking, your story, your long-suffering story of which everybody has one, and everybody thinks their story is by far and away the worst, because that's the way your inner child experienced it. But now it's time to bring that story to current time and to recognize that was then and this is now.
1: And you have some um, really wonderful ways that you divide up the chapter in terms of how we need to, number one, own our own baggage or how we need to recognize maybe that we're carrying other people's baggage and we don't need to hold on to that and let that go or perhaps that we need to lose some baggage or that we have lost some baggage. What do you mean by some of those different sections? I think all of the
2: above is important. First of all, it becomes very des- very demoralizing to the spirit to think that it's a constant remedial course. So first start by what you have accomplished. What things did you use to carry around as chronic worry or fear that you're now, you've gotten through it, you're over it, doesn't doesn't worry you anymore. That's huge cause for celebration and recognition and testimonial to your ability to grow and heal and shift your vibration. And then there's the baggage that we carry for others. For example, I write in the book, my mother was a World War II victim in a camp, child bride. She had a lot of troubles and difficulties, which have left marks on her. And my whole life I've tried to take her baggage away and make her load lighter. And and when my my father died and she had to sit in that by herself, I mean, her family or children were with her, but it was her partner, primarily of, of 56 years that died. And there was just nothing any of us could do but respect her process of grief, and that, that was her bag to carry. That was her karma. That was her lesson. But, you know, we, we, we're we so eager to help. We race in and try to take away from people their their pains and sorrows when... Like in my mother's case, they need their tears and grief. That helps
1: them heal. And so often we do. We carry the generational things: our grandmothers, our great grandmothers, great grandfathers. You know who who we were decades and decades and decades ago, and we just keep bringing those stories forward. And there's a difference between knowing your history and carrying all of that in through the new generations that are coming so that they have to carry the baggage and the burden as well.
2: Well, I do notice that the new generations, they're hardly interested. They have maybe so much technology that it's just not entertaining enough to feel like they have to stop at all to carry my bags or my mother's bags. So that's a good sign that the younger people are already calibrating to travel at the speed of love much more quickly than some of us older geezers who have to get with it. But the other thing is to look at your thoughts. How many of your thoughts are you just continually re- recreating to perpetuate yourself in drama? There's nothing no greater baggage than drama because it pushes the spirit out. But if if you're if you're getting yourself prepared and you don't need to to do it in drama. You can be very peaceful. So that's another thing to look at when traveling at the speed of love. Are my thoughts old? Am I still suffering what happened in third grade? Am I still pissed at my mom from when I was in high school? Am I still angry with that ex boyfriend I haven't seen in a decade? Those are those are choices. Those are those are um definitely bags not worth carrying and be aware of the energy they take when you carry that kind of consciousness around it just drains the life force out of you and think about that feel that energy and see how not only does it drag you down how it drags others down as well and that is the most toxic baggage of all.
1: And, and for many people, they may be listening and thinking, "Well, how do I get started though? How do, what's the first step that I do?" And one thing that you begin the book with is called an in-flight check-in.
2: Well, yeah, do a vibe check and just really begin to see where your energy is, where you settled, what what is important for you, what is going on for you that. Then, you know, do you have your breath for one thing? It's, this is a very important part of traveling at the speed of love is the fuel for traveling at the speed of love is our own breath. And without our breath, we, we go into automatically fight or flight. Without our breath, we, our bodies are not getting enough oxygen and that lowers our our energetic field, so I really encourage people and share quite a bit about various breaths, and one that's really, really important is um, to start your day with a full breath. Start your day with, with um, an awareness of your breath. There's a, something called the breath of life you can do, which is just to put your hands over your head and as you pull them down expel the breath and just kind of go ha and then keep repeating this or keep doing this over and over again for about three minutes and it's very it's it's very liberating and shakes out a bad mood and it shakes out anxiety and fear it's an interesting immediate experience to start getting a deep breath moving back and forth um There's another one that's called a kundalini breath where you kind of push your stomach in like a bellows and the breath comes out the nose and you inhale and out and you do this three or four times in three or four minutes and whatever was bothering you stops bothering you. You stop thinking.
1: So are you taking the time to breathe? Are you doing an in-flight check-in? Perhaps it's time to reevaluate the speed and level of awareness of heart at which you choose to travel in life it's easy to do if you'll love your life then every day bears unimaginable gifts exciting opportunities blessings and deep soul connections if on the other hand every day is a drag and you feel victimized ripped off despairing disappointed shut down cynical Frustrated or depressed. It's time to reassess your travel plans and consider an upgrade. It's also time to access Traveling at the Speed of Love, a new book by Sonia Choquette. You can find out more about her at her website, trustyourvibes.com. She's a passionate, dynamic, powerful, and direct individual in her ability to instantly liberate people from the limitations and fears of a five-sensory life and lead them to creating a far more affected, spirit-guided, 6th Century experience. We'll be right back with Sonia Choquette.
0: Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, The ancient Egyptian axiom, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, speaks directly to the power within each of us. Natalie Kimbrough will help you unlock that power on knowing yourself to realize the power within. The program will feature ways and methods to help you gain more insight into yourself, such as meditation, yoga, tai chi, and creative expression. Natalie's experience as a Reiki master, medium, and spiritual counselor will help guide you on your path to a bright future. Knowing Yourself to Realize the Power Within airs Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on 7th Wave Network. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network.
1: Amy Choquette's intuitive gifts and engaging spirit inspire even the most cynical. There's no doubt about it. To meet her in person will change your life. To access her books will change your experience. Her latest book is Traveling at the Speed of Love, which you can access at TrustYourVibes.com, along with many of her other wonderful books, CDs, and events that she has, speaking engagements. You can also access her for intuitive readings. Uh, Just visit her website, and you can find out more. Sonia, we were talking about checking in and, and how important the breath is. And are there any other specific things that you would suggest to an individual as they're beginning this journey of, of maybe first-time discovery, if they haven't done the work and they really have finally gotten to the point of being sick of their fear and sick of their own drama? Are there any other couple of things that you think are especially highlighted that they need to do?
2: Well, I do think that one, one thing that can really help alleviate or lighten your lighten your load lighten your excess baggage is to look at some things that um some some interpretations that you you habitually fall into that that you can change and um one of them is the 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 need for things to be predictable or controlled and just just recognize that life happens, and it's not necessarily happening to you. That you're you're in it, but it's not about you. It's not an attack on you. It's not a a, a conspiracy to upset your day. And and try, just really make up your mind that you're not going to take what unfolds personally. That that's just a, a huge liberation in terms of of traveling at the speed of love is, is to, to look at yourself and ask yourself how rigid you are. You know, we, none of us would ever like to believe we're rigid, but we can be very rigid.
1: Well, just the way we hold on to our cell phones and our computers and all of those things shows how much control we want mm-hmm. over everything. So that's a simple illustration of our rigidity. If we can then look at our inner selves and our, our way of being in, in human form with other people, we mm-hmm. will more easily identify that rigidness you're speaking of.
2: And and I just really think that these are the things that really bog down the, the 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 flight during the day that we... Hold on to little things. It's like, imagine if you had a backpack and and every one of these things you just put in your backpack. Like somebody upsets you because they don't they jump the gun at the at the stop sign, or you get worried about someone didn't call you that you were expecting, or you're angry that your partner was rude in the morning, or you're resentful that you did you got you didn't get the credit at work and that you wanted to, or you feel responsible for the fact that that one of your kids isn't doing well in school. And do you see? It's just on and on and
1: on adding
2: to the load.
1: Oh, absolutely. I really like your take on surrender in the book. And it sounds like in focusing on where our rigidity is, there is a step where surrender comes in. Can you talk about how surrender with submission uh, is very different than surrender to freedom?
2: Absolutely. The word... Surrender means to allow versus submit, which means to let yourself be overpowered. And surrendering control is just to allow that things happen and and that you can just work with it. And it's not diminishing your your power. It's not asking you to play small. It's not asking you to to grovel, it's not asking you to, it's just asking you to be realistic, to take a reality check and just just assess what is so, and then work with it as best you can.
1: And surrender is not just a one-time thing. It's not like all of a sudden we say, okay, I surrender it all and I'm done. It, it, It will be a gradual, or it can be a gradual process. It
2: is a learning process, and it's really beginning to recognize if you can... At the root of surrender is, is trust. Like, for example, it, it means to yield. It means to give, to give power over. To, to, like, like if you're sitting right now, you've surrendered into the chair you're sitting in. So, you're not asking to give your freedom away. You're just being asked to trust and your and yield your ego's power to a higher source to your to your intuition to your heart and and when you when you really get when you really embody that when you really understand that that's what surrendering means and it 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 becomes a welcome choice not a submissive choice you know the last choice like fine it's not a battle it's a cooperation it's a it's a it's an allowing for help it's allowing for things to be easier and when we do
1: step into that allowing of surrender we really do move into that place where the flow is but for a mm-hmm. lot of people that have never experienced that they may question you know what is flow is that a pie in the sky idea does that really happen is that possible in life to really get
2: into a flow well i think that the thing is we're in flow in some ways. So let's start by looking at what's flowing to us already naturally. Like something's flowing to you, even if it's just the oxygen in and out of your lungs. You know, maybe people flow to you as good friends, or maybe maybe you you seem to attract opportunities, and maybe you have the flow of of, of wonderful ideas. So I'd say start by recognizing what's already in flow. Start by recognizing what what is already working on your behalf. And and then recognize that with with awareness and surrender more flow can happen. It can keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. So nobody's completely out of the flow. The minute you turn on a light in your in your house, you're in the flow of electricity coming into your house. You see, the minute you, you, you turn on, you open your refrigerator, you're in the flow of that refrigerator being cooled. Everybody's in the flow in some way. We just have to start recognizing that we either put ourselves in or we take ourselves out of it through our attention. And when you surrender, you get into the flow.
1: And in that same way, when we take ourselves out or put ourselves in, that also has to do with our higher self. I love the metaphor you used about connecting with the control tower, and, and how you bring in the higher self and our connection to our higher self and guidance.
2: Yeah, you know, it's like an airplane. When 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 you you get into an airplane, the pilot is getting instructions from the control tower. He he's not just flying around at his own whim, he's actually there's something much bigger than the pilot will ever see going on that airspace. And the control tower is like our higher self. Our ego mind can only see and interpret so much, whereas our higher self is connected to the quantum field that we're, we're connected to everything. And so by getting into the flow, we're in connecting to our higher self, we're beginning to allow ourselves to be far more informed and far more capable than, than what our ego could ever understand. I was, I was actually having a conversation even with some, some clients the other day about flying and, and flying at the speed of love, traveling at the speed of love and, We were talking about turbulence. And I said, Well, I just have a question. Were any of you 100% surprised? Or did you have some sort of intuitive warning? And they all agreed that they did have some kind of an intuitive indication to buckle up, every one of them. And that's where the control tower is telling you be aware. Bumpy air coming through. You're going through a bumpy period now. Just hang in
1: there. And you've you've said, and I've seen it written uh, by you that our sixth sense should really be our first.
2: I absolutely believe that that's the natural way. I think it's the first sense we use before we even our eyes work when we're infants, and it takes a few weeks to focus. and And the sixth sense works off the ears and. Certainly before we can speak, and, and it, 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 it's that energetic frequency that connects us to everything and informs us. And we are, we are bit by bit, our, that sixth sense for so many of us has been sadly amputated, discouraged, and to our great detriment. So when you travel at the speed of love and you choose to open your heart and get back in flow, that is one of the most immediate consequences is you will recuperate this lost sense and it will start working for you again beautifully.
1: That's wonderful. I know that a lot of the new children that are being born, they are much more connected to their intuitive abilities and do seem to hang on to them much stronger. But that's also an example to us that we can tap
2: back into that if we have lost it. It's them. like a light. You know, we shut it off, but the energy's there if we just turn it back on.
1: And in in tapping into one's own intuition, is is part of that doing the inner work, clearing up a lot of these thoughts and beliefs, and doing these check-ins, uh, or is it something we can tap into regardless if we do those or not? Well, it
2: depends. I think that intuition is much more easily tapped into in the areas that we feel very proficient in, where we we have a certain love or affection. I think then it comes very easily. But it can, if we put the inner work in, it begins to be available to us in all areas of our life. So it's not just I have a feel for my job or I have a feel for, for the racetrack and for some, but it's like I have a feel for everything. My guest
1: today is Sonia Choquette, the author of Traveling at the Speed
2: of Love. We also
1: have a special feature in 1111 Magazine's July-August issue with a candid conversation about the experience of writing this book and her own life. So I hope you'll tap into that. You can pick up 1111 Magazine at Barnes & Noble nationally, or you can subscribe at 1111mag.com. We'll be right back with Sonia Choquette.
0: The New Home for Visionary Positive Change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444...
3: It's the kind of radio program we all need at least once a week. A show designed for anyone in need of a blast of positive energy, information, inspiration, and love. Does that sound like you? Join host Cheryl Lynn each and every week for Glow With The Flow. You'll hear from guests that will inspire you to connect more positively with those in your life, whether they're two-legged or four-legged. Break free from those perceived limitations and treat yourself to a special, different life. Tune in to Glow with the Flow, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Seventh Wave Network. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network.
0: You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh.
1: My guest today is Sonia Choquette, author of Traveling at the Speed of Love. She will tell you that life is an adventure and we're free to travel this earthly journey in any way we choose. Our daily life unfolds and we're always in motion. Whether it's with our feet, our mouths, our minds, we are on the go pushing forward to another and another and another experience. Traveling is what we earthlings do, but we have a choice, to travel at the frequency of love or to travel at the frequency of fear. You can find out more about Sonia at TrustYourVibes.com or at www.SoniaChoquette.com. Welcome back, Sonia. I'd love for people to know kind of how this book came about, you um, being very, very intuitive and accessing your guide's uh, often have gotten inspiration to do many of your books and audios and things that you have created to support people. But in this particular instance, the message came from someone else.
2: Yeah, this message was actually, I'm zipping around the planet, and I actually think I was in London when this came in. My sister called me, and my older sister with them. I have a very close relationship, a very, very... Um, very very good report said, I got I got a message for you this morning. Where are you? And I said, Well, I'm in London. I'm at the airport ready to catch my flight and she said, Well, I'm not surprised but I just got the message that you're to write a book called Traveling at the Speed of Love. And I loved the idea and I said I I said, Okay, I guess that's that's what I'll do because that's how it is with intuition and, and my life and in my family, if we get it, we get guidance, that's the end of it. I mean, there's no rationalization going on, but just shortly after that, we had a family tragedy. First, a brother of mine, not only a year older than me, died in his sleep out of the blue, and following that, um, my dad died, and as a result of, I think, the trauma of losing my brother, and so within six weeks we had two major life, de- two major deaths in our world, and just rocked our world, and rocked my world, and shattered my mother, and it just changed everything in life, all the way around. And so, so I knew then that that was what this book was was addressing was that that especially we have a choice when things like this. Unfold that we can either suffer through it terribly and be miserable beyond belief, or we can take the higher road and really try to learn from it and 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 remember that the journey for all of us is very temporary. And so, not to lose sight of that.
1: Well, and and that was part of the reason I wanted individuals to hear that part of the story because so often uh, the teachers and the leaders of self improvement and spirituality there seem to be as these people that never have a problem and have it so completely together and have evolved to such a level that nothing affects them but it's not as if you don't still encounter the experiences that can be heart-wrenching or experiences that kind of rock your world a little bit it's it's how you handle them and
2: it's how you approach right. them after that that makes the difference well, I would really truly say that Traveling at the Speed of Love was the book where I was really, really challenged to walk my talk and to live the principles that I've always um, advocated and, and to to go through my own tragic losses and, and not lose sight of my spirit. And I was challenged. So I wrote the book from that place of, of this is what we need to do when the when the rubber hits the, you know, when the, rubber hits the, the ground, and, and we really need to have these resources available, because life, because of its nature of being temporary, is going to be filled at points with loss. And we can't let that determine what kind of journey we have. We have to make the most of it while we can. That's traveling at the speed of love. Most definitely. And oftentimes
1: it is those periods of loss or tragedy or pain or uh, physical uh, issues, health issues that arise, that some of the greatest gifts come about, those gifts of creativity and the gifts of inspiration, the gifts of song and writing, art, whatever it may be that would flow through someone it's It's that moment that that can be the healing for us or we can make the choice to to step into the depths of it and wallow um, but again like you said in the beginning of of our interview it's it all boils down to a choice
2: and if we practice daily these small little what I call flying lessons, just breathing and 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 being grateful and and being aware of our rigidity and loosening up and, and opening our heart and not being contracted and shut down, then when the challenges come in, we're ready. When the, when the harsh experiences or the, the unexpected come in, we have conditioned ourselves. Even years ago when I was a flight attendant, I had to go annually to safety training. And it was emergency safety training where I learned to do CPR and I learned to to administer oxygen and take care in case we had a plane crash or what we'd need to do if we ditched or all all kinds of, you know, worst-case scenarios. And that annual training became the foundation so integrated into my life that no matter what would come up, I would naturally be ready. And that's kind of what traveling at the speed of love is about. It's sort of the, the, the training that no matter what comes up, you're ready. You're ready to flow through it at the highest level instead of let it knock you down and take you out.
1: And that, in the end, is really a gift to oneself to allow ourselves to be loved in that way or to rest in the resonance of love in that way and move through life. We're telling ourselves that we're worthy of that.
2: We are worthy of that. Every one of us at one point was the pure, sweetest baby who took their first breath and the journey began. Now our outer shape and form has changed a little. Our, our inner essence and our purity of spirit has not. And traveling at the speed of love is to realize the earthly journey is just for our creative experiences. We're not here to endure it or fight it or struggle it or suffer it. We're here to create with it, with all of it. And the more we remember that and the more we we become we come on board prepared with with breath and with With right attitude and appreciation and flexibility and contact with the, with the, with the control tower of our higher self, the more we really can enjoy the flight, the more we really can enjoy the process and the journey of life. It's really exciting and, and wonderful. And we can really look out the window and, and see what's going on really witness our journey as it 's unfolding before us, and that's that 's the the whole point of being alive. well, I want to thank you for this wonderful book,
1: and I appreciate its its way of coming across through metaphors and its humorousness and just ad- being able to identify with something like flying is is an easy way for people to check in with themselves, and so if, if you do not know Sonia Choquette, I urge you to go to her website, TrustYourVibes.com or SoniaChoquette.com, and see this beautiful woman. She radiates with fun and joy and love just looking at her picture, and I think you'll find that when you read her books as well. Uh, the, the name of the book is Traveling at the Speed of Love, and it is by Sonia Choquette. She is a world-renowned author, storyteller, vibrational healer, and sixth sensory spiritual teacher in international demand for her guidance, wisdom, and capacity to heal the soul. She's author of New York Times bestseller, The Answer is Simple, among other books and numerous audio programs and card decks. Once again, you can visit her on her website, TrustYourVibes.com. Sonia, I'd like to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio. I thoroughly enjoyed today's time with you as I did for the 1111 Magazine interview, which will be appearing July-August. Uh, in just a couple of months oh thank you it was
2: my pleasure and all my love to you and all your listeners thank you
1: so much next week join me we will be having mickey willis and nadia salamanca with elevate films talking about the new direction that film is going and how to really jump into your creativity even when everything in your body tells you not to until then i'm simran singh be well
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit seventhwave.network.com.